Today, we're going to look into the future. What if something like this happens again? Maybe not necessarily a virus, but yet a stressful financial situation. The one thing that you will need to keep you feeling calm when everyone else is panicked about their finances will give you that one thing. Plus, a lot of people are shocked when they find out about credit limits. This is the Seven Figures Podcast, smart money strategies for women with Sandy Waters. Let the equity in your home work to your advantage with an introductory rate of 1.25% with the home equity line of credit from Advantage Federal Credit Union. Equal housing lender, member NCUA. It's Friday. That feels good. I know some of you are working a lot harder now than you ever have, so you deserve it. You deserve a nice weekend. Okay, so every Friday we post a new episode. Actually, we're doing them now, uh, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday with an occasional extra episode. So if you want to click subscribe, then you'll get the notification of when a new Seven Figures podcast episode pops up. But on Fridays, Erica Cummings, she's a certified financial planner. She's on the radio morning show with us. And here's our conversation from this morning. Erica Cummings is on with us, our uh, financial uh, advisor who is going to keep us um, from bouncing checks and uh, making more money and, and investing smart and doing the right thing yes. and all that stuff. Yes, Good morning. and understanding all of this, all of this that's going on with the pandemic. I mean, finances, there are people who have never really thought about their finances. They kind of like pushed it aside and now this pandemic hits and we're all like, oh. <gasps> Uh-oh. Oh, crap. Yeah. You should have been paying more attention. House of cards have fallen in. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. It has, it's unbelievable how many people have reached out that up until this point just were winging it mm-hmm. or not winging it and have said, oh, my gosh. And, and sometimes it takes a, a, you know something big to, we all know, we go through things that really shake us up and then we say, okay, we, we don't want to feel yeah. like that again. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. So Erica Cummings, so you guys know she's on every Monday and Friday, but she's a CFP, which means Certified Financial Planner. She's from the Harmony Financial Wellness Group at RBC Wealth Management. And she's constantly hosting, um, well, they used to be in-person seminars, not anymore, (laughs) and other webinars. Um, But she's, you know, what I love about you, Erica, is you truly, truly are in this to help guide people. Yes, of yeah. course, you're a CFP, you got to make your money, but it really is, you give so much free information to people and you want to empower people when it comes to their finances, which is awesome. Yes. Ah, oh, well, yes, definitely. I, I just know that I've seen, I've been doing this for 20 years and the worst feeling in the world is continuous stress and people just don't realize how much that affects every other part of your life when you're on on the regular concerned about stra- or money and, and how you're going to do day to day. It's just, it's just not healthy. Yeah, you, you kind of deal with the money stress, but then now you yeah. got all this other stress. You're like, uh, yes, yes. And it really takes a toll on everything on your relationships, on your health, just how you show up as a person every day. And, and you don't, it doesn't have to be that way. Yeah. Awesome. So now you were telling me, and I, I, I'd love when you're on because you have, you know, a good gauge of what people are, the questions they are asking that they're nervous maybe to ask out loud, you know, people listening right now, what are your clients saying? What is, you know, their major concern right now? So I will say that most of my clients are, are doing really well. And a lot of that has to do with the solid financial planning that we've done from day one. Mm. And that's one of the things that the 
that I've been receiving many phone calls from people either I haven't worked with or I've talked to in the past and they weren't ready to step with both feet into the planning process because it is overwhelming that all of a sudden bells are going off in their head that I, I don't want to feel like this ever again. And <laughs> so now more than ever, planning is, is just the most powerful tool. And I, I say it over and over again. It's the mantra of what I do. But it is the most powerful tool to help people succeed and achieve just better outcomes. And statistics have shown over and over again that having and sticking to a plan results in, believe it or not, three times the net worth compared to those who don't have a plan. Wow. Wow. It's huge. It's huge because by having a plan, you basically simplify your investing. It allows investors to focus on things that they can control. So a lot of what we are dealing with right now through the last few months, and then remember, this is also people's regular life when it comes to changes, whether it's divorce or loss of a spouse or loss of a job. Things happen all the time to people personally. And I said this on our last show that it's like cramming for an exam when you're not prepared. It's the worst feeling in the world. And you don't know whether you're doing it right. You don't know whether you have all the information. And, and then you just set yourself up for all kinds of what if that's, on the other side of it. It's so funny you say that. It's kind of like our radio show every day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we do not I have get, a I, I give you guys so much credit because you are just winging it, mostly, especially through this. It's like every day there's something different. Yeah, so I, yeah. I, I can only imagine. But, but you really, when you have a plan, when you have something that, written down and has your goals in place and you have a direction, it just helps simplify the investing process. It allows you to focus, like I said, on the things that you can control. The things you can control are, okay, the plan says I should be contributing this. The plan says I should be withdrawing this or I should be budgeting this. Uh, It really allows you to then say, okay, if I need to adjust something, I know the things that I can control. And I know that in a situation like we've had the last few months, if there's been a job loss or on the other side, if you've been able to maintain your normal quote unquote situation, what are the ways that you could be propping up your emergency savings, taking advantage of this situation and having that plan gives you that guideline. So it's when you're, imagine building a house and not having any plans. Wow. You're yeah. sitting there with a hammer and a nail and a piece of wood, not having a clue where to begin, not having a clue if you, even if you had some architectural background, mm-hmm. you would say, okay, is this really structurally sound? Have sure. I really put the support where I need it to be? And then that very first storm, you're going to be sitting there thinking, oh, yeah, yeah, did I really... <laughs> And you, right. you would never want to yeah. cut did corners I connect the, on did something I connect the like downspouts? this. Did I connect the downspouts? Yeah. You know, I... it's, yeah. it's so yeah. funny. And all last year, Erica, so Erica and I have been doing uh, the Seven Figures podcast together. Erica would always normally come on once a month and give us, you know, a little tidbit of information, walk us through it. And last year is when we really started it. Right, Erica? Where you were yeah. going every month, she would give us like a monthly homework assignment. And at the end of the year, it was, we were building our plan. So if yeah. you want to scroll back, go to the seven figures podcast and scroll back. Cause it was here, do this first, do this next. Mm-hmm. And once you have the plan, it's weird, but it almost feels too easy. 
Like you hear everybody in hysteria and nervous and you have your plan and you're like, oh, am I supposed to worry? Because I don't feel worried. It's that it's it's that calming when you have a a solid plan. Yeah. And and I, I really believe that a lot of it has to do with people either not feeling that it's going to benefit them. So they feel as if they don't deserve this or I don't have enough or I'm a mess, mm-hmm. all of the above. There's all kinds of excuses, but ultimately it really boils down to taking radical responsibility. And we said this last week, eliminate shame. Shame is not an option. It's been, you, you choose to feel shameful. Once you decide, I'm going to just open my eyes, I'm going to look at everything and put it all out on the table I promise you walk away and it is like a weight has just been lifted off your shoulders. I, I can, I can, I, I, I love this feeling. That's kind of like the feeling of putting on the homemade mask. That's a little embarrassing, but you go out in public with it. Yeah. Like this one here. That's used a to be good my, analogy, this, this Scotty. Used, this used to be my summer shirt that my wife hated. <laughs> yeah. And now it's got two, it's got two pieces of elastic around it. And I'm, it's I'm actually a it very cool looking mask. All right. I want to ask you a question. Yeah. <laughs> Yesterday, Erica sent me a text. We were going back and forth. And she yeah. goes, you know, a lot of clients um, have said, listen to this tease, Scotty. What, what? That they were shocked about the credit limits and didn't know they could do that. Yeah. Dot, could, dot, dot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What is yeah. shocking most people? Well, We obviously know that credit has tightened. So being able to get a mortgage, being able to qualify for a new credit card has become a lot more difficult. So things we weren't used to having to provide, like employment verification for a credit card, if you had a really good credit score, you could apply right online. And they didn't ask you for a lot of the information that, let's say, trying to do um, a mortgage they Mm. would ask you for. Mm. Um, Things have really changed. And especially, understandably, these banks are concerned about people's ability to maintain employment. And people are obviously applying for forbearance on loans and deferments on card payments. And so things have become really strict. But one of the things that a lot of people didn't realize is not only can they tell you you're not going to be given a card, but they can also decrease the limits that are on your existing card. So you got $5,000 in credit and next day you wake up and it's $2,500? Exactly. Yes. Yes. Especially, and this is the worst part, is if you've been really good about not using your card and you've been using cash and trying to stick to a budget, if you have a card that's just been sitting on the shelf, those are the ones that are most likely going to be those limits are going to be reduced. So if you have a card that you haven't really used in a while, then they're going to look at those and say, this is where we can take some of the risk off. So card Mm -hmm. issuers can change those credit limits without notice. Wow. And the only reason they have to notify you that there is a change is if you actually do something wrong, which seems really different than Hmm. how it should be. Um, But if you've missed a payment or if uh, you end up in a situation where you're way over balance and they decide they're going to lower your credit limit, they have to let you know because that means that they, um, they're using your actual credit score as the reason why. So that's that fair um, credit reporting act that kind of governs all that. But if you have a credit card and you haven't used it and you have a $5,000 limit and they decide they want to, 
cut it to twenty five hundred, they don't have to let you know. Oh wow! So, so what advice the, would you do? Yeah, what, what's the yeah, advice so to keep? One of the biggest things is is if your cards are inactive, and I think we talked about this before that your FICO score is greatly dependent upon how much actual credit has been given to you. So if you have $10,000 worth of credit and you're only using 1000 that means that you have 90% that's not being used. That's mm-hmm. looked at as, very, as, as a very good thing. Mm-hmm. If all of a sudden they cut half of your limits and now you're using 1000 out of 5000 now you're using 20% of your available credit, and that could oh. affect your FICO score. Because oh, wow. It's, it's, yes. And so really what you want to do is all those cards that you have out there, just make sure that even if you put a cup of coffee on there, anything that shows reoccurrence of use and then reoccurrence of payments will usually put you in a position where you're less likely to have that limit reduced. So where they're really being hit is on those cards, those store cards that we use. And a lot of times we take the store cards out and they're just regular cards. And then if you use them for a while, I know, for example, my kids are too old now, but we used to shop at the children's place mm-hmm. all the time. Okay. And so I had a children's place card. We used it, paid it off. And then that gets upgraded to a Visa or an American Express. So now it's a children's place card, but it's also an American Express card. Mm. Now that's, a legit card. And so when I don't use it anymore, they could do anything to that. So you may just want to look at those cards and say, eh, let's just put $2 on there from, from a cup of coffee so that that stays open and, and we can still have that extended credit. Wow. So take a look at all your cards. Um, and then if this does happen to you, you do have the ability to obviously reach out to the creditor and ask them to kind of reconsider um, because you really want to make sure that that credit utilization rate stays as low as possible. And that's really going to affect your ability to borrow in the future. Uh, it, it's huge. I've always said to people, when you pay off cards, don't close them. Mm-hmm. Because the more that you have in available credit that's not being used, the better off your credit score looks. So I these see. are, I know everybody's dealing with so much right now and let's just throw another thing at you on yeah, top know, of it right? have to worry about i know right um, yes yes so and and to the bank's defense um you know they're they're dealing with a lot too i mean everybody's dealing with with the fact that uh we, we've got tens of millions of people unemployed right now and so everybody's trying to do what they can to protect themselves and this is something that you should be doing for, for you. Okay. Just make sure you're taking stock of all the credit cards you have. Make sure you're doing those payments on time if, and at the very least the minimum payments. And then make sure that you're, you're keeping track of those limits. And even, like I said, charging something that's small and paying it off will usually keep them intact. Okay. Wow. Great advice. Awesome. This is, it's, this is the hidden... The hidden thing yep. that you don't know about. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And that's why Erica is fantastic. CFE <laughs> Erica Cummings from the Harmony Financial Wellness Group at RBC Wealth Management. We'll talk to you again on Monday. Have a great weekend. Okay. Give us the website where we can look you up. Uh, HarmonyFinancialWellness.com. HarmonyFinancialWellness.com. Thanks, Erica. Bye. See you Monday. Have a good weekend. Sounds great. You too.